Look at my butt. Show number 199 of Look at His Butt. LT and JK Talk Trek. We're here. We're here. I can see the numbers. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Numbers That's are good. That's very good. Okay. Well... Here we are with the show creeping up on 200, and we're, we're still grasping at straws there, but we'll come up with something in time, I'm sure. Well, remind me later off the air, I did come up with a little bit of an idea, Ooh. just a very little, but, you know, something we might want to do. All right. Well, that, that's exciting. Um, okay. But, but first... To, to kick off this show, you've got some presents. I've got two presents. Yeah. Um, so open the, the smaller one, the not cube one first. Okay. Well, I have to cut the <laughs> tape on it and do all that. The, and, and while you're doing that, I'll just say these presents have been a long time coming for many, many reasons. And um, I wanted to make sure that they arrived intact and everything. Um, the cube one is the one that has the story behind it. Oh, okay. So, so after you open it, then I can tell you the full story. Okay, um, so I am I am pulling something out of this envelope. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and it's wrapped. Yeah, it's a wrapped present. Ooh, and... Well, this is part of why it took so long, because it's addressed to Lieutenant J. Kitty <laughs> on the USS Enterprise, um, the Charm and Hotness Department. <gasps> oh, with a beautiful, beautiful picture on the envelope. So I'll open the little envelope. Yeah. Oh, darn, it's tearing off part of his, his toupee, but oh, that's okay. these things happen. It'll Let us fine. see so that, what he says. That's just my little note to, to say... Um, a happy, extremely belated birthday and okay. everything else. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is very cute. I hope they rise above the level of your average Trek crap. <laughs> and 100. I got an MBB. So. Of course, of course. Okay, so I am opening this, which is in just such pretty, pretty birthday Isn't paper. It? I love it. It's sparkly. I like it's it. It's sparkly, sparkly, as everything from the future should be <laughs> and will be. <gasps> Oh, my God. I was thinking about this today, and I will tell you why later in the oh, show. Oh, good, 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 good. It is the book, the novelization of Kingdom of the Spider. Yeah. So that was the one on Etsy, and I bought it for you. And oh, I how wonderful. There's pictures. There's pictures, and I, I skimmed it, I have to say, because I just okay. wanted to get a flavor for it. And um, even though it's basically just... Um, a novelization of the trend, you know, the script for the movie. Some mm-hmm. of the, the rack stuff in there is too, too funny. So um, as you go through it, you may want to, you know, bookmark a couple of areas where you, you will have to read things to our listeners. Okay. They oh, will thank you. It. It's, it's a very funny book. And, oh, um, oh. Yeah, you'll like it. I think you'll like it. Plus, right in the middle, boy, this really dates it, right after the pictures, is an ad for Kent Golden Light cigarettes. I know. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, a cigarette ad in a I book. I know, in a book. <laughs> oh, my God, it's too funny. So, oh, this, this Yes, I will definitely read this. Um, yeah, it'll take you about 15 minutes, I think, to read it. It's uh, not, not, a, not a hard-going book. Yeah, I, I think so. And in fact, I just opened to the part where uh, where Diane is telling him that the calf died of spider venom. Mm-hmm. Rack grinned in spite of himself. <laughs> How would you like to have some dinner tonight, he asked. Oh, boy. Uh, yep. 
there's some good stuff. There isn't, as far as I could tell, they don't have sex. Because I don't think they actually spent the night together in Oh, the but you know how well I can read between the Oh, lines. yeah. So, you know, <laughs> this this could be the foundation for whatever Kingdom of the Spiders fanfic we choose to write at some point in the future. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, that is so exciting. I cannot wait to read this. Okay, good. Yay. And on the cover, James Bacon of the L.A. Herald-Examiner United Features Syndicate, that sounds threatening, uh, <laughs> called it a spine-tingling motion picture, a Trekkie must. A Trekkie must. If you like Star Trek, you'll like this crappy movie about <laughs> rubber well, spiders. I am a Trekkie, so I must. <laughs> I'm preparing to have my spine tingled. <laughs> awesome that's so funny um okay well open the cube and i hope you like it i hope this isn't a board cube it's not a board cube it's just the the shipping container that it came in okay okay let's see it's a mug it is a mug it's a big mug (gasps) oh 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 my god you are so smart and wonderful you need to describe it tell me it is a big coffee mug with one of my favorite pictures of Bill, the one where he's doing sort of a smile to the side in the Mud's Women episode. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, in our big letters, it says, look at his butt. And then underneath that, in quotes, clever and compelling, <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> so I now it. it's on a mug. <laughs> and it's written in stone. <laughs> it is, literally. I love this. Oh, good. I'm so glad. So here's the one thing about it that was a little disappointing. Um, the picture of Kirk there is a little stretched. And yes. I did not know that was going to happen. So here's the story behind it. Oh, okay. It, it took tell me, like, me. Tell me. It, it took me a fucking month to get that mug made because <laughs> I had to get, you know, like have it look good and I had to get the picture and the font and everything else and you know I had to think about it and I got the thing so I went to Zazzle because Zazzle has really good mugs and, and they're good quality and I've seen I've gotten them before from other people mm-hmm. and I uploaded everything and I got a note back saying oh we can't print this because it violates our terms and I was like what is it because like why and it doesn't say why and they won't tell you why because I asked I sent back a couple of emails saying is it the picture is it the fact that it says, look at his butt? Is it the fact that it says, it's got a quote by William Shatner? Because I can prove to you that William Shatner actually said that. Like, yes, I'll show yes. you the email. And they never answered me. They just kept saying, oh, it violates our terms. So I, first I swapped out the picture of Kirk. Mm-hmm. And I took it so there was no picture. That It still came back as not okay. Then I took out, look at his butt, because I thought maybe it was the butt. And that was, it still came back as not okay. So then I put the picture and the look at his butt back in and I took out the quote and it still came back as not okay. And I was like, what the fuck? Did you try just sending him a picture of a blank mug? Oh my God. It was crazy. It took forever. So I was like, fuck Zazzle. This is not happening. So then I looked around and I tried to do it at two or three other places Mm -hmm. and they just had impossible interfaces where oh, you God. like try to upload it and put it on there and I could not get it to work. So the place I got it done was Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> well, great because you know they send me an email with a photo special at least 3 4 times a week. So I actually I used a coupon for this which was nice. Um <laughs> But so you upload everything, and when I uploaded it, it looked perfect. It looked absolutely perfect. Aww. It looked just like the image. And then I got the mug, and it was that slightly stretched out picture. And I went, "Oh no!" Oh, that's okay. It's just all the more Bill to love. <laughs> 
I do love it. Oh, good. I, and glad. I think the uh, the mug itself is clever and compelling. It's it's a nice mug, and I thought, you know, it's perfect for, like, a nice cup of peppermint tea or something. Mm-hmm. It's nice and big. You can hold it in two hands, and it feels very solid. It feels very captainly, that mug, Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I I will make myself some mint tea or some hot chocolate when I sit down to read Kingdom of the Spiders. Oh, good. That's and uh, I will have my spine tingled and my insides warmed. <laughs> That's great. Well, that's the one. That's the only one that exists in the entire universe. And you have it. Wow. And I have it. Yeah. I have it. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. Uh, so, happy birthday. Happy very, very belated birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love when my birthday just stretches out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's us. That's um, us. There's a whole bunch of Bill stuff to talk about. I know. I know. I was thinking, geez, it's, it's just such a shame that he uh, never does anything. But um, <laughs> since we're talking about Kingdom of the Spiders, yes. can I tell you why I was thinking about it today? Please. Okay. I was surfing the web, and I came across this thing that said, everybody go look at this picture of George Clooney. Hmm. And I thought, okay, I can do that. And so I went, and it was a picture of him from a TV show that ran two episodes that he was one of the stars of back in the 80s. And he was playing an undercover cop. And his cover was that he was in a rock band. So he had long hair, you know, and and was the epitome of 80s cool. And get what his name was. What? Chick, C-H-I-C, but I think it's probably pronounced Chick, not Cheek or Cheek. Cheek. (laughs) Chick Chesbro. Oh, my God. And at first I thought it was cheese, bro. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, I love that name. I love that name so much that I think I love it more than Rack Hansen. Oh, you know, he's literally a bro because he's got bro <laughs> in his name. <laughs> and I was wow. thinking, they're probably brothers, stepbrothers <laughs> or cousins or something. And then I thought, yeah, I am going to end up writing a Kingdom of the Spiders slash whatever that TV show is mm-hmm. fanfic. But the analysis this person did of this photo was so, so funny. Just, you know, pointing out all the things that were wonderful about it. But one of my favorite things is he's posing, leaning on a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And he's outdoors. And he's got a big mobile phone. (laughs) And this person has made up a conversation for him with the chief of police. Oh, my God. And he says, yeah, chief, I'm just riding my hog up the coast because it seemed like the kind of thing I would do. So I just I just wanted to share that with you and with the listeners because um, I am totally intrigued by Chick Chesbro, um, Raxbro. It's a great great name. It's very (laughs) it's one of those names. You know, it's almost the stereotypical male name because it's got a single syllable for the first name Mm -hmm. and two syllables for the last name, and that's like the style that men's names often are in fiction, like Rack Hansen. <laughs> oh, well, here's um, the show was called Sunset Beat. And uh, here's one of the, the like the reviews from it. I just want to read this little part. Clooney's Chick plays lead guitar in a rock band called Private Prayer, Ooh. the best phony rock band name on television. Too bad the band sounds like heart. When a crew cut FBI man asks Chick why he has long hair, Clooney shoots back, I keep my hair long so no one mistakes me for you or Dan Quayle. 
Dan Quayle. That, there's a joke that will never date. <laughs> it, will, it will never die. So he's a renegade Harley-riding cop named Chick Chesbro. Of course he is. Wow, that's great. That is great. Yep. So I, I think, you know, in the back of my mind, this little story is going to be weaving how Chick and, <laughs> and Rack grew up together and then, then went in two different directions. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and then uh, when they finally meet again, that's the, the, crux, of, the crux point of the story. In fact. Yeah, because um, Chick knows that Rack has always been interested in bugs and everything, and so he brings him this interesting spider. Ooh. Ooh. It writes itself. <laughs> it does. You know, the best fanfic does. Oh, it does. It really does. Yes. <laughs> that is great. Um, yes. Well, let's let's dive in. Um, you know, I, I had a few things, but your list was much longer, so um, we can we can do whatever you want to do. Well, there was a link you wanted me to open near the beginning of the okay, show. Okay, we can do that. So let me preface it by saying, okay, um, I found this uh, on Tumblr somewhere. Somebody had um, blogged it, and um, I had never seen it before. It was it's a piece of Trek crap that must have come out in the 60s and what it is is uh it's a helmet that you can get and maybe you'd seen it before but i don't remember seeing it um that you could put on your head a little helmet (laughs) and it says spock on it (laughs) and it's it is one of the crappiest pieces of trek crap that i've ever ever seen so that was funny enough but what people had done, and you'll see this when you click on that link, is that they'd photoshopped it onto pictures of Spock. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to hit the link okay, now. Hit the link and scroll very slowly because when you get to the bottom, there's something else there. <laughs> okay, first of all, the helmet. <laughs> it's got like a siren light it on does, top. It does, I know. And the antenna is definitely out of the Jetsons. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. It's great. It's the... And it's got a little visor thing and then a chin strap like a football helmet. I know. Well, you don't want to lose your space helmet out in the space, you know. And it says Spock in like 72-point type on the front, which just cracked me up. Okay. And so next to it, as you say, they have put it on a photo of Spock from, Mm -hmm. I believe, the Mary episode. I think it is Mary, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now I'm imagining everyone in their own little helmets. Yep. Now they've got one on Zachary Quinto. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfectly it photoshopped. It fits him perfectly. Because it looks like, so I thought, gosh, wouldn't that be funny if it was on really old wrinkly Spock? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he looks like one of the police or cops or whatever you want to call them from Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> he does. And boy, is he mad. Oh, man. So this image was created with um, a little help from um, some guy that I know that does graphic design. And um, that's our image now, is really old wrinkly Spock with a helmet that says Spock on it and a red light on top. You know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if you could have photoshopped in some tinfoil wrapped around the end of the uh, antenna. Um, 
people who originally blogged this put some notes in it. It says, I'm liter- literally, cr- literally crying about this helmet again. Every time I see it, I just, what is this shit for? Why is there a police siren on top of it? What is the antenna for? But mostly, why? Why does it say Spock on it in giant letters? Like to let the rest of the crew know, oh, God, here comes that fucking idiot Spock in his helmet. <laughs> I am just trying to imagine the child who would put this on and go out of the house and ride his bike and, you know, go to the playground and things like oh that God. because... Immediately get beaten up. <laughs> <laughs> I think his mother would beat him up before he left the house. Oh, but only a Spock helmet. Like, no Kirk helmet, no no Zulu helmet. Only a Spock oh, helmet. Only a Spock helmet. <laughs> Okay, and according to the little bit of the blurb I can read from the ad where it's on the little boy, um, that light on top flashes. And it says, with pulsing sonic sound, oh, I no. cannot imagine how irritating that would be, right? Really? You know, it probably makes a police siren type of sound. Clearly, you know, they repurposed this from some other stupid toy, like a, a, a motorcycle <laughs> cop helmet. And they were like, if we spray it white and write Spock on it, we can sell it as a Star Trek toy. Great idea. <laughs> it's like that ice cream truck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I cannot get over how perfectly it fits on old wrinkly Spock and on Zachary Quinto. <laughs> <laughs> the one on Zachary Quinto is the best. That just made me laugh and laugh and laugh. Well, and he really looks like he's pissed, but also <laughs> I am going to to be serious and do my job as science officer despite being forced to wear this. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend it's not there. Oh, it's so funny. It's so very, very, very funny. <laughs> Imagine him getting back to his quarters and like trying to tear the damn thing off, but it's like stuck and he can't figure out the strap. And you know, it's like a cat trying to get out of a dress or something. Really? Do you think he has like a little, um, uh, like one of those styrofoam wig heads where he puts the helmet when he's not wearing it? No, I think he throws it against the wall. And the music goes dun 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 dun. Oh my God! So um, I'll I'll post that. Some of you may have seen that already, but I'll, I'll make sure we post it again so people can laugh and laugh and laugh. That is truly the most remarkable piece of track crap ever. It is, and I, I want to just thank the people who created this originally with the <laughs> images of um, Nimoy and then Zachary Quinto because that mm-hmm. that was really inspiring. It inspired yes. me. Yes. I wonder if all Vulcans secretly have them. I mean, it's got to be part of one of those weird Vulcan rituals. It, he took it with him from the Vulcan Science Academy. That's yes. where it came from. Yes, and, you know, Stan and the rest of them were quite jealous because it's very difficult to earn this this mm-hmm. uh, this helmet. Yep. yep. Yeah. Absolutely. He puts it on when he goes cruising for chicks. <laughs> so hot. Oh, dear. Wow. Spock. <laughs> um, speaking of Trek crap, yes, you sent me this link to the the new piece of Trek crap, and I know who it looks like, so I'm going to say, okay, it. I know who it looks like too. Uh, okay, but we might have different takes on it. So we might. Well, why don't you tell everybody what it is? Okay, this is a new Kirk bust bank. Mm-hmm. And apparently this company, uh, StarTrek.com, is doing a whole series of Enterprise character 
bust banks. And uh, here's the description, because those are always, well, worth reading. Let's peer into the crystal ball for first looks at two new products on the way from Diamond Select Toys. Due out in March, but available for pre-order now, are a Star Trek, the original series, Captain Kirk Vinyl Bust Bank, and a Star Trek Enterprise. The Kirk Bust Bank will join Spock in DST's line of TOS Busts Banks. That is hard to say. The stalwart Enterprise captain levels his phaser. Hopefully it's on stun at anyone who dare even consider stealing the money you've saved in the vinyl bust bank. The 8-inch bank features collectible quality sculpting by Patrick Piggott and painting. And it has an access door in the base and a coin slot on the back. It will sell for $22.99. The, and the, it this, looks nothing at all like William no, Shatner. No, no, not even, not even close. Um, the Spock bank, I think, was the one that we had commented that he looked quite constipated. Um, yes, and isn't that the one where, like, it went from his his chest down to almost nothing, so he's kind of like a porpoise or something? Yes, it was really disturbing. Yes, um, yes. So, first, let, before I say who I think it looks like, does this look like any of your friends? No. <gasps> Ooh. No, it does not look like any friend of mine. That's controversial. I know. Um, okay, who do you think it looks like? Okay, two people. Mm. My, fir- my first reaction when I glanced at it mm-hmm. was, except for like the frowny mouth, I was thinking he looks like Ty Burrell, who plays uh, Phil on Modern Family. Oh, okay. All right. My second glance was, and i got to find this actor's name again because I had to go look it up. <laughs> oh, dear. Let me find it. Is it an old actor or a new actor? A, a, a new actor. Uh-huh. Why does why is it doing this? Okay, his name is Michael Shannon. Uh huh. Um, what he show was, is he in? He's not in the show, as far oh. as I know. Uh, but he was in this movie called Shelter, where he played this dad who was having visions of the end of the world. Mm. And then I know he was in some superhero movie as the villain but i hmm. i know nothing else about it but really it looks a lot like him okay um so my candidate um is an older actor and this to me this looks like him when he was young okay i think it looks like robert culp yeah sort of circa um i spy uh-huh yep wow well i am gonna have to Send you a picture mm-hmm. of um, Michael Shannon. Okay. Oh, he was in Man of Steel. Oh, okay. Well, he probably had a lot of makeup on, so uh, I probably. But like. um, it's uh, it struck me pretty strongly. But yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see Robert Culp. Um, and of course, the the main thing is that it doesn't look at all like William Shatner. <laughs> of course not. It looks like many other men, but not him. Not him. Not him. It has no charm or hotness whatsoever. Nope, definitely not. Mm. Okay, so, so much for Trek crap. (laughs) What else is here on the list? Oh, Bill was on the CNBC today. Yes, you were saying, what what was he doing? What was he talking about? Okay, it was really strange. There's this show called... um, it's a show that they show at the end of the the day when the stock market closes, and the and the bell or something is in the title of it after the bell or something. 
which sounds like Saved by the Bell sequel, but anyway, where they, they talk about stocks and stuff, but for the last 15 minutes of it, they had Bill on. <laughs> Just because. Just because. And I missed the first couple minutes because I didn't know he was on until I saw an announcement on uh, the Shatner group, which I was glad I saw. So I, I flipped to that, and um, there was the woman who runs the show and two other panelists, I guess, that were guests, and Bill. And uh, she was asking him about being in the new movie. Mm. And he says, oh, my lips are sealed and so is my mind. <laughs> Good one, Bill. And then she, she said, um, well, what, what would you like? And he said, a leading role. <laughs> and then, you know, he wouldn't talk about it anymore. And then she's like, like such an idiot. Uh, she said, um, so, you know, you're 83. You're an inspiration to all of us. Is your movie career over? <laughs> and Bill goes, Bill was great. He goes, no. And then he lists all the things he's doing, but none of them are movies. You know, he's doing this do-it-yourself project that mm-hmm. we'll talk about. And he's doing brown bag wine tasting. And he's doing his horses. And he... <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, oh, what was what was the other thing? Um, oh, she asked him something about Priceline. And he said, Priceline will always do great because they have really great people running the company. And one of the other um, panelists, who I guess is some sort of stock expert, said, um, you know, y- you can forget about looking at profits, loss, structures, everything else. It's the people who are running the company. So they were agreeing with Bill. And they were saying, so what are your stock picks? And Bill was saying, the future, um, energy, and electric cars, and the environment, and, you know, this is this is where all the growth is going to be. So that was Bill's stock tip. Um, that's very vague. Yes. <laughs> but it was just so strange. How weird. I wonder if he was, like, doing it as a favor to someone. Um, I don't know, but he, he was in New York because he's doing Comic-Con there tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So he plugged that. Bill will go anywhere if you will let him plug something. Yeah. Hmm. Um, interestingly, today, this very day, which happens to be a Friday, they're having a William Shatner night on BBC America. Yes. Which is also weird. Like, why BBC America? I guess because they show TNG. Uh, That's true. So today, during the day, uh, they were fielding some questions on Twitter, which oh. was moderately interesting. Nobody asked anything good. Um, and then tonight they're showing the captains, and then they're showing Get a Life. Yes, but then I heard it's not the captains, it's the captains close up, oh. which I haven't seen. So I looked um, on the, the guide thing on my TV, and it just said the captains. Yeah, so, that's you know, what I thought, too. Yeah, I have to watch it, because I've seen the captains and um, and get a life. Mm-hmm. But um, haven't seen the captains close up. So no. okay, pretty, well that's interesting. Pretty cool. So it is. It's Bill Day on uh, CNBC and uh, BBC America. Because Bill's everywhere. Yes. Yes. Um, speaking of other things that Bill's doing, let's talk a little bit about brown, brown bag wine tasting. <laughs> yes. Um, so I spent some time. I watched three of them today because oh, I, okay. I, I only them. watched the one. So okay. you go. So he recently he's talked to um, Misha Collins, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, he talked with his horse trainer, a guy named Tom Ferran, and oh. he also talked to LeVar Burton. Okay. Um, so they were all interesting in different ways, uh, and I'll recap the LeVar and horse trainer ones quickly. The LeVar Burton one was really nice because they talked uh, – Bill immediately shuttled himself into interviewer mode. And of he was just firing question after question. It was like the wine tasting was an afterthought. 
they, you know, I was like, oh, yes, we're here to taste some wine. Let me let me take you off the therapist's couch for a minute and we'll have this <laughs> nice wine. Um, and it was really good because he was asking LeVar about his childhood and his mother and his father. And it turned out that his parents had divorced when he was very young. And he has a kind of, it seemed like a strained relationship with his dad. And, and mm. Bill, once Bill got hold of that, he was relentless. He was like, and how often do you see your dad? When was the last time you saw him? And oh, wow. Are you ever going to ask him these questions that you have? And it was it was intense. It was, you know, sure. these things aren't very long. And this was all in a space of like six minutes. And they just mm-hmm. got to the nitty gritty. It was great. Wow. And there was a really interesting moment, again, showing what a great interviewer Bill is. Um, LeVar had said, uh, yeah, you know, I see my dad from time to time. And there are a lot of questions I'd like to ask him. But I really don't think I, I will ever do that. You know, I see him once in a while. And Bill will did not let go of that. And he kept saying, well, why? Why don't you want to, to ask him the questions? What are you afraid of hearing? And LeVar said, I'm afraid that he's going to lie to me. <gasps> Ooh. And that was just like, whoa, that was deep. And it came out of nowhere. Uh-huh. And amazing that Bill picked up on that as like this thing, this really important thing. So that was great. Yeah. Um, and then they had been talking a little bit about why they felt that they were close, even though they haven't actually spent much time together, not the way Bill and, say, Patrick Stewart have spent Mm -hmm. time together. And Bill was saying, oh, you know, LeVar, you have such a great spirit, and you're so warm, and you do so many wonderful things. And LeVar said, well, Bill, I've, I've really loved and admired you for a long time, and you are the embodiment of the indomitability of the human spirit. I was like, wow, that's great. That is really wonderful. And true, I think. Yes, so very that, true. It was so nice. And, and Nothing they, stops Bill. No, he just, he is indomitable. And then they did the wine thing, and, and LeVar had to uh, phrase his thoughts in terms of as if the, the wine was a child. Because, oh, wow. You know, he does reading rainbow, so yes. he works with kids a lot. That was good. It was very entertaining, so... Um, that was great. I encourage people to go and watch that if you want to see one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. And then the one he did with his horse trainer was hilarious, not for reasons you might think. <laughs> okay. They filmed it at the Los Angeles Equestrian Center where we were. We have been there. And I was like, hey, we've been to that place. So they were sitting and they were talking about horses and they were showing people on there. And Tom was saying that in addition to taking care of some people's horses, like Bill's, he trains the horses for other people and takes folks on rides and things like that and um it was good you know bill's Mm -hmm. so confident especially when he's talking about horses and he's so into it you could really see how into it this whole horse thing was and then they had to talk about the wine in terms of a horse like Mm -hmm. the experience of, of riding it and it was good it was the guy was pretty articulate which was fun and bill was really joining along with him also bill looked really good and I don't know whether it was because it was filmed outdoors or they had just done a good job of making him up, but he looked oh, amazing. okay. But the best part was they had this little table set up outside one of the stables where I think we had probably walked where the horses mm-hmm. stand with their heads outside. Yeah. And just over Bill's left shoulder, there was a horse who stole the show completely <laughs> throughout the whole thing. Every time they did a wide shot and you could see this horse, it was like jerking its head up and down and opening its mouth and chewing on the stable and trying to get its door open, oh, its no. stall door open. And at the very beginning, Bill said something about it. I think he couldn't ignore it. And he's like, right. yeah, this is just a young horse. And it knows it's a smart horse that it can get out if he could just get that latch open. So he keeps trying. And finally, he looked over and he said, cut it out. But 
it just goes on and on and they couldn't stop and he right. couldn't like turn around and tell the horse to stop but it like you can't help but looking at it it's so funny I, you know, somebody should have, like, put some peanut butter on the horse's mouth so he'd look like he was talking, too, in addition to everything else. So, so funny. So if oh. you want to see a horse upstaging Mr. Shatner, you should watch that because it's, oh, it's pretty good. I'm going to go watch that one. That sounds too delicious to miss. Okay. So then the most recent one is with Misha Collins from, uh, what's it called? Supernatural. That oh, okay. That I never know what show he's from. I know he and Bill have this fake Twitter feud right. going. So it was really fun to see them together. Yeah, and they continue their, their fake Twitter feud yes. at the end of the interview, which I thought was And at funny. the beginning. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bill says, um, your name is Misha Collins. I don't know you. <laughs> so I'm just going to call you what's your name if yep. that's okay. Which was pretty amusing. Um, so it was good, but the the discussion about the wine was mm-hmm. just impenetrably weird. Oh, yeah, and, and they were both just enjoying it. I mean, I think Bill probably had done a couple of brown bag wine tastings <laughs> earlier because he was very loose and, and just laughing and having a good time. He was, and they were in, like, a mall or something. because <laughs> really a woman weird. walked by and looks at them. <laughs> I was trying to look in the long shots, and they had set up this little table, and behind them were counters where people were selling, it looked like deli meats and cheeses yes, and things yes, like I that. Yes, yes, I was thinking they were in a deli. It looked very strange. And it, I just thought, are they in a mall, like some mall in L.A. where people are just walking by? And how did they keep people from going, like, hey, look, it's Bill Shatner, it's Captain Kirk. They must have had a lot of security around there. Oh. Yep. It was but pretty it, amusing. I'm definitely going to watch the horse one, but the Misha Collins one is very funny, too. Yeah. And Bill Bill was good. He got the last word, I think, where he, as they were continuing their mock argument, he said, yes. I knew I didn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm glad you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. So it continues. Now, a couple things I wanted to say. Um, they only show those whole videos now at the channel. It's Aura TV, O-R-A dot TV, mm-hmm. because that's one of their shows. You can't watch them on YouTube anymore, which is a shame. You can watch little snippets of them, but not Yeah, I had to them. search for that because mm-hmm. I had a link that I went to and it went, it's not here anymore. Yeah. So at, at YouTube, you can you can hop over to Aura. Aura, unfortunately, doesn't have a great interface, and mm-hmm. I was getting kind of annoyed. But here's the thing. I saw down in the comments uh, where people were asking how they could uh, – Audition to be on Brown Bag Lunch, and they posted a note. It says, uh, from Aura TV, we are actually thinking about hosting a contest to crowdsource our next Brown Bag wine tasting guest. Be sure to sign up for e-updates. We'll be sure to announce the contest as soon as we have more details. Did you sign up? Of course I did. I signed up immediately. Good. So that could be very interesting, and maybe we could get on Brown Bag wine tasting. That would be all right. Yeah. If people want to sign up for the email updates and when they do the crowdsourcing, we could um, get our own crowd to go and source it for us because I think that would be pretty cool. <laughs> we, do, we do have our own posse. Yeah, it's true. Yes. Well, cool. Yep. So that's Brown Bag Wine Tasting. Now, I have a question for you about one of the links that you sent. Okay, and I think I know which one. The one go about ahead. sex toys? Yes, I have a typo in there. Um, what, what's the typo? It's supposed to be sex toys for men, not sex toys for me. (laughs) I just noticed that. Okay. The actual title of the article is Men Need Quality Sex Toys Too. Yes. But 
Well, here's one thing. I didn't think that there was a lack of quality sex toys for men, honestly, given how much of the crap that we've talked about over the years <laughs> with the weird fleshlights and things like that. Um, didn't didn't think that there was a problem for men getting quality sex toys. But this is in South Africa. Hmm. That's where this website and this review is coming from. So we don't know what the conditions are like there. Well, that's true. But the interesting thing is the b- picture at the f- top of the article is from Where No Man, mm-hmm. and it's Bill with that phaser lasers rifle mm-hmm. um and uh i mean it's it's just another one of those things of well you know this article might get some attention but if we put a picture of william shatner <laughs> there there is one single mention of captain kirk in this yes. article and it says some of today's male sex toys resemble gadgets that captain kirk would probably use during those lonely hours in hyperspace <laughs> After he drinks his hyperspace milk. Really, his space milk and his space cookies <laughs> from his mom. Uh, I don't think that Captain Kirk uses space toys to masturbate. No. No, maybe he does. Maybe. You know, he's he's always exploring. Well, that's true. I guess that's true. <laughs> um, now, I did not go through and read any uh, or go, look at any of the videos because some of them were just, the descriptions were scary. Yes. But, uh, the last one on their list is called the Humpus. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> I have to say, I, I like that. Yes. So, um, I just thought it was interesting that here's Bill. You know, not knowing that he's he's shilling for sex toys for men. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to prove the thing that we've always said, which is, you know, put a picture of William Shatner on it and you have just jazzed it up 1,000%. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, should we take a little break? Oh, I guess we should because we have been talking for a bit. Yeah. Yes, oh, and yes, I need to get some more water and, uh, and then we shall continue because there's more on this list. Oh, there's lots of stuff on the list. Okay. All right. All righty. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. We love our listeners, and we love hearing from you. Send email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com and leave comments at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. Check us out on Facebook, too. Still recording on the trusty MacBook Pro. Welcome, listeners. <laughs> now we talk about the Volkswagen commercial. Volkswagen, yeah. Okay, I'll drop my bad accent. Um, Bill and Leonard reunited to do a commercial for uh, Volkswagen's new electric car yes, in Germany. Mm-hmm. And you can view it online. And it's a very cute, clever commercial. It is. Uh, Bill is dubbed into German. And uh, uh, Leonard actually says his one very short line in German. And Bill looks impressed. Uh, you know, I was wondering if Bill, well, Bill's dubbed, clearly. Yes. But I wonder if it wasn't him doing it just in a studio somewhere. Maybe so. Because it sounded like his voice. Oh, I didn't think it really sounded like mm, him. Okay. 
I, I, but I was curious, and I, I sort of looked around a little bit to see if there's anything that said whether he had actually done it or not, and I couldn't tell. But that was definitely Leonard doing yes. his line, that's for sure. So the commercial is there's this little blonde boy with um, wearing a captain's shirt mm-hmm. uh, with an Enterprise toy, and next door to him, someone's moving in, and he sees that's William Shatner. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Captain Kirk. <laughs> and he runs to his bedroom, which is Trekkie Nirvana. He's got everything. He's got the 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 Trek, the big uh, Shatner thing stick up on the wall. He's got mm-hmm. the cardboard Kirk. He's got a million action figures. He's got everything. He's looking around. What should I get? What should I get? What should I get? And uh, so he picks out an Enterprise, maybe the one he already had in his hand. And then he goes running over to Shatner's driveway. And the garage door opens, and the lights of the car come on, mm-hmm. and Bill comes driving out, and uh, and the kid gets in the car with him, and Bill says something to him in German. I don't know what it is, <laughs> and uh, and then they uh, they pull out, and as as they pull out, another car, same car, uh, pulls up next to him, and it's Leonard, mm-hmm. and Leonard looks in and says, "Fascinating" in German, <laughs> and Bill looks impressed. It's it's really good. I think they're actually driving two different cars. I think they're two different models. Oh, right. But I meant it's it's still a commercial for the same. Yes. It's, yes. It's for their their yes. line of electric cars. One is uh, Leonard's car. Interestingly, is sort of more futuristic looking than Bill's. Yeah, it's got it's, a very strange back to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like yeah. a little closer to the ground and stuff. I loved the touch that Bill and Leonard are wearing. Um, button-down shirts with sweaters over their shirts, mm-hmm. and the sweaters are their colors. So Bill's yes. got the Captain Gold, and, and Leonard's got a nice blue one on. I know. I really liked that. That was very cute. Um, and then if you go, um, I'll put a link into this um, site at Trek News where they talk about it a little bit, and there are a whole bunch of additional pieces. So there's a thing about electric cars. There's a little selfie from Bill talking about how good the cars are. There's a making of where they show Mm -hmm. how they filmed it. And it's really kind of neat that they put all of that in there. And it's very funny to hear Bill go into this prop room and and talk about all the things that are there. Like, look at all this stuff. Hey, there's me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a trouble. And the thing is, he says to the kid, um, do you collect these? And the kid says, yes. Mm-hmm. And then Bill goes on to explain collectibles. To I know. It was so funny. So very, very funny. Um, he also, there's a thing where, like a mini interview with him and Leonard, where they ask them about beaming. Yes. And Bill says, it's very erotic. I, I like That's the first thing out of his mouth. <laughs> Why did he say that? Because he's Bill. And then he says something about, um, they're talking about jet lag. You don't get jet lag when you're traveling at light speed because time slows down as you approach light. And (laughs) so you don't don't get jet lag, apparently. It was very strange. He just was going off in some direction. Yes. Oh, man. That was too funny. But, yeah, it's very erotic. And I was like, what? But I guess I shouldn't be surprised. No, you couldn't possibly be surprised at that. But it was it was fun. It was a cute commercial, and uh, I'm sure they, you know, both had fun doing it. Yeah, it looked like it was it was a nice afternoon's work for both of them, and, and mm-hmm. they were both very good. And they both looked pretty good. You know, Bill looked good. Leonard looked pretty good. Leonard so. should have had on a helmet. <laughs> that said, you know? Spock. Do you think? No, that said Leonard. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad. You know, I'm glad Leonard got his hair cut. Because remember yeah. when he did that other commercial? It oh, yeah. Terrible. So, yeah. His that hair is short bad. now. Looks that was better. bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, yes, I, I enjoyed that very much. Yes. Uh, speaking of Bill looking good, I sent Ooh. you a photo. Yes. It's of Bill and Liz um, when they were at the 15th Annual Screen Actors Guild Award. And I had to do a little research to find out where it came from because somebody posted it on the Shatner board just saying, isn't this a nice photo? And it really is. Oh, it is. He looks so good. I mean, the expression on his face, the angle they shot it from, it's just a wonderful picture. It's a beautiful picture of both of them. She looks gorgeous. Yes, she yes. Looks, she looks yes. like she's 35. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I love, love, love about this picture is that they are clasping hands. Yes. Oh, it is just so nice. He's sort of sitting with his hand, he's like his elbows resting on the table. Mm-hmm. She's got one hand and she's sitting on the corner to him. So she's got one hand on his arm, but her other hand is under his arm and their hands and their fingers are just entwined. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's so sweet. It's just such a great picture. Yep. And he, he just looks beautiful. He looks wonderful. And they, they, they always look so happy together. They do. Yes. So I'm glad. And he's wearing a nice suit, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So how nice. How, yeah. how wonderful. So um, just a couple of other short things. I was watching Modern Family. Mm-hmm. And Haley is the oldest daughter, the one who's not very bright but has a million boyfriends. And she does something good. And the other sister is, like, astounded. And she said, with great hotness comes great responsibility. <laughs> And I just went, okay, that, that is one of our new catchphrases or mottos or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, when Bill does these wonderful things, his charities, everything else, with great hotness comes great responsibility. Absolutely. And he takes that responsibility very, very seriously. Yes. Yes. He is aware that he's been given these amazing gifts mm-hmm. and he gives back he in gives equal back. measure, 110%. Hundred Always 110% because he's Bill. Yes. Now, also, Bill had posted a link somewhere, and then somebody else reposted it, so I got it, where you can go fill out this little form online at NASA, Mm -hmm. and they make a boarding pass for you, (laughs) like you're going to Mars, and they're apparently going to put all our names, probably not boarding passes, but all our names are going to Mars. Oh, that's great. So I signed the Butt Girls up, and uh, I sent you our boarding passes. Great. Do I have to print out one copy or two? What do you on? mean? Well, usually with your boarding passes, it's only one. But I wondered, since it was Mars, there, you might have to have two copies of the boarding pass. Mm, probably a good idea to print both because we might have to, you know, do a transfer somewhere. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. There might yes. be a transfer. Okay. But uh, I think they're pretty, pretty classy. <laughs> pretty nice looking. I think that's great. I, I really hope it gets us to Mars. Yeah. You know, I don't know. What kind of facilities do they have on Mars? I don't know. Let's see. Our launch site is Cape Canaveral, mm-hmm. and we arrive at the Pacific Ocean Transfer, California. Oh. Okay. Uh, we're going December 4th. Okay. Uh, the rocket is a Delta IV Heavy, and we're getting 60,000 uh, miles, that's, travel miles. That's pretty good. I could use that. Yes. Yes. So um, we're, all our names are going on this journey to Mars mm-hmm. on the Orion. That's great. Well, we should do something on um, the day, you know, to celebrate that day. Like maybe the night before we should have a drink or something. I think that would be a great idea. Before we go. It doesn't have a return date on it. I know. Oh, that's a problem. That's a problem. But uh, listeners, you should all go with us. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's no big deal to go sign up for this, and you get it's sixty thousand miles. Yeah. Um, you'll have a great time. It'll be great. It'll be a party rocket. Yeah. <laughs> like a party bus. You know? Like the or like the party boat. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a lot of. Uh, there'll be a lot of drinks and good music, of course. Of course. And it yeah, it'll be awesome. And we'll all wear our Spock helmets. <laughs> Can you imagine a room full of people wearing those helmets and then turning on that whatever the horrible noise is that it would make? Oh, my God. That would be the worst thing in the that world. That was probably one of the rejected costume designs for Galaxy Quest. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I can't believe that I've never seen that thing before. Or maybe I did see it and I forgot about it. But uh, I, I think you'd remember that. I think I think I would have remembered the light on the top because... <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty memorable. Oh, it's just awful. Yeah. Um, so here's a, a thing. I was just looking through Bill's Tumblr. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't post a lot there, but the one thing that he did put up was a lovely picture of him um, grabbing his crotch, which yes. I'm sure he didn't have to be talked into doing. They probably said, <laughs> can I have a picture of you grabbing your crotch? And he went, sure. sure. Uh, it, and it was to raise awareness for testicular cancer. And it was a kind of like the ice bucket challenge where people mm-hmm. were doing it and then asking other folks to do it. And it had to be a picture of the guy grabbing his crotch. So Bill cheerfully obliged. And there he is grabbing his crotch, looking very, very, very serious. Oh, Yes. It's an interesting picture because uh, besides, you know, Bill grabbing his crotch, which was funny enough, I was looking at the background in this photograph, and this was clearly taken in his office. So mm-hmm. there's a ton of crap on the walls, and there's, yep. you know, pictures of his daughters, there's a picture of him riding a horse, there's a picture of Elizabeth, or a painting, I think. And then there's a, um, his, his awards. Now, I see that he's got these awards, his Emmys. Mm-hmm. They're not in the fountain by the front door. They're sitting on his shelf right here. Well, he moves them around. Okay, he's got a maybe bunch he of has them. a servant who carries them around to whatever room Bill is in. That is possible. Um, but you can clearly see the two Emmys, and then there are two other awards that I don't know what they are. Uh, some, I mean, he's gotten so many awards. I don't. Oh know yeah, what they you know. Are. Uh, and then you can see this must be his bookshelf because there are many, many, many copies of all the books that he's written. And that yes. just cracked me up that he's got multiple copies. And I was thinking, when people come to visit, are those lovely parting gifts? <laughs> <laughs> Here, come, come over to my bookshelf and choose a book. <laughs> well, you know, and maybe they're in different languages. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. That That is definitely a possibility. Yeah. It's a full bookshelf, that's for it's sure. It's his wall of media conquered. <laughs> There's a picture of him. It's like a sepia-toned picture, and it's in a frame, which I thought is kind of weird, of him wearing a cowboy hat. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of, it looks a little goofy, and I was just wondering why that picture was sort of special and set apart like that. He's got a big white cowboy hat on. He looks like, you know, he's one of the good guys. (laughs) Well, he is. Well, he is. I know he is, but it it just made me laugh. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I remember looking looking at that and noticing all the stuff in the background in the books. Yeah. The books especially. And, and a guitar, even though Bill doesn't play the guitar. Oh, that was the part that cracked me up. I knew there was something in there that I thought was so funny. It was that. It was the guitar. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're, I guess if you're an, an actor, you know, who's going to do publicity shots, you got to have a guitar. It's good to have that there just as a prop. You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know when you might need it. But, yep, there it is. It's a very shiny guitar. <laughs> very shiny. Um, do you suppose just out of the side of the camera, there's a, uh, uh, several shelves with 
toupees on them? <laughs> I think he keeps his toupee collection in the deepest, darkest room of his house. <laughs> I, I think it's it's got several locks on the door, and maybe you have to. It's like behind a bookcase. You know, where you have to pull that one red book out and then the bookcase mm-hmm. flips around and, and that's where you can get into it. Do you think there are, what, okay, what do you think Bill has done for his instructions when he dies? I was thinking about with the toupees, but then I was thinking, is he going to be buried or cremated with a toupee on or what's the deal? Oh, I would think so. I mean, he's not going to take it off right at the very end of his life. <laughs> I'd imagine that he pretty much specified that if there's going to be any public viewing at all and i don't know i mean i i what is the jewish tradition for funerals like it, what do they do well i know uh one of their traditions is i believe you have to be buried within it's either 24 or 48 hours of okay. the death okay. um and that's really all i know hmm. now i know you, from seeing his show that his father was in a coffin and presumably buried but maybe cremated bill seems to me like a cremation person he does yeah and i i don't know i'm just guessing that uh he probably would not want public viewing yeah yeah. i mean i don't know just just my thoughts but i'm really wondering about the toupees yeah i think i think he probably has given instructions to liz and whoever else, that he has mm-hmm. to be buried with the best toupee and that all the other ones have to be immediately destroyed so they don't fall into the hands of evildoers you know, evil or <laughs> National Enquirer reporters. Or yes, like yes, yes. Speaking of his house and what yes. secrets it may hold. Oh, yes. <laughs> the Shatner Project. Yes, it's I can't ha- wait <clears throat> Excuse for me, this. it's happening and it's happening pretty soon. I know and I cannot wait for it. I thought that this press release that was put out was a fairly amusing. Would you like to read parts of it because it kind of cracked me up? Um, I don't. I don't think I have it open right now, so you need to uh, to read that. Okay. Because so, I loved it. I thought it was very funny. I too. thought it was funny too. So this was the PR, and this show is going to premiere on the DIY Network, which I think most people get as part of their cable package. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's called The Shatner Project. It's premiering on Thursday, October 23rd at 10 p.m. And it says, Shatner stars in a new leading role, project manager of his own home remodel. This, oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Those this, poor workmen. <laughs> the six episodes, only six episodes, chronicles um, William and his wife Elizabeth as they boldly transform their time-warped house into a shining star. Quote, I bought this house when I finished Star Trek. I jogged by it every day and I thought it was beautiful, said Shatner. One hundred years ago, the original home was a one-room hunting lodge. Over the decades, it was expanded into a family home and then I bought it in the 1970s. End quote. The premiere episode features the Shatners with the help of a designer and a construction crew as they gut the kitchen for a complete remodel. After the removal of the old creaky appliances and a, quote, hateful ice machine. <laughs> hateful? Um, William and Elizabeth get in on the action by wielding sledgehammers to help demolish the old cabinets, countertops, and tile backsplashes. The new kitchen, much to William's disbelief, features multiple ovens and refrigerators. And then Liz says, the reason I want more appliances is because we entertain a lot. We often have upwards of 30 people here at a time. And because I do all the cooking, Bill isn't exactly understanding this request. (laughs) 
Um, okay. During the series produced by Scott Sternberg Productions, the couple renovates their 1970s-style California home, including the front patio area, in order to create the perfect place for big family parties, as well as a remodel of Shatner's favorite hangout spot, the media room. Ooh. It sounds exciting. So, renovating the front patio, probably, I hope, I hope we get to see the scorch marks where he set things on fire. <laughs> Because that well, would be awesome. This whole thing is reminding me of when they were on American Pickers. Yes. Oh, and, exactly. You know, Liz was sort of keeping him on a short leash or, you know, just making sure he doesn't get way out there. And that whole little discussion about, oh, I would like some blueberry pie. Oh, really? Oh, that's a nice fantasy. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. I think it is going to be the funniest thing. Oh, that, I that cannot ever was. wait for it. I want to see Bill with a sledgehammer. I oh, think yeah. that's going to be great. And I, I want to see him, I think we mentioned this once before when this idea was first floated, I, I can see him starting to interview the contractor. and the we, guys we did talk about yes. that. Yes, yes. He's just going to get so carried away. It's like, oh, so you're mortaring these tiles now. Tell me about that. How do you do yeah. that? Where What's did you learn that? mortar? You know, <laughs> was your father a mortarer? <laughs> do you like mortaring? Is there something you'd rather be doing? <laughs> and there's Liz like... Bill, let the guy do his work. Just, yeah. <laughs> or this kitchen is never going to be finished. That's right. But uh, can you imagine she's doing all the cooking for 30-some people? Oh. You're rich. But, you know, while caterers. Uh, I guess she probably has somebody to help, but maybe because it's happening in her home, she at least wants to supervise and make sure that the stuff in the kitchen is happening the way she wants it to happen. Who well, knows? I hope it's that. I hope she's not just slaving away. Oh, it's going to be a great thing. So everybody mark that down on your calendar, October 23rd. It's going to be the Shatner Project, six yes, episodes. Yes. And uh, we will have a lot to say about that. I'm <laughs> oh, sure. we, de- we definitely will. We definitely will. Um, just the other day, I think yesterday, uh, Jan Hooks passed away. I know. That was so sad. I, and I've always thought she was such a funny, funny lady. Mm-hmm. And somebody posted a link to this really bad video. I think it was somebody filmed it off their TV. It looks like it, yeah. But it's from the episode of Saturday Night Live when Bill was on. And he's in this sketch briefly mm-hmm. as the boyfriend slash fiance of one of the Sweeney sisters who were played by Jan Hooks and Nora Dunn. And I always thought they were so funny. And it's a Christmas party, so they do their Christmas medley. And I've always thought the Sweeney sisters were funny. But now that I am involved in cabaret myself and go to a lot of shows and stuff, I was watching this just my mouth wide open and laughing, going, oh, my God. It's it's the people who follow the rules of how to be the worst cabaret act ever. It's you know it's just this this ridiculous medley they've thrown together and suddenly they're very serious and you know and then they're they're pandering to the audience mm-hmm. and I loved it despite the bad film quality I just loved it it is so funny I I love it when they they trade um, supposed off the cuff quips with each other that are so <laughs> clearly scripted yes oh man it was great and also how they changed the lyrics to some of the songs especially the Carol of the Bells. <laughs> And they're practically screaming it because they're so into it. It's so funny. I was wishing I could get one of my friends to do that medley with me for the oh, Christmas cabaret. But should. also, every single one of their medleys includes clang, clang, clang with the trowel. It does. It, it's 
bells is the theme, and, mm-hmm. and they managed to work bells and everything. You should. You should totally do that. I think that would be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and I always thoroughly enjoyed her in um, Third Rock from the Sun, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that was sad, but it was really fun to, to look at the clips people have been posting and things. And then when I saw this, I was like, oh, my God, Bill and the Sweeney sisters. This is so amazing. It was great. <laughs> it was so fun. Yes. Oh, that was really nice. Well, I think we're just about done with our time. Um, next episode is 200 i think no no really i think it is oh my god i know okay this is, well. this is 199 the one before this was 198 so there we go well after we turn off the microphone i will um tell you my little idea which is not going to make up a one-hour show so come on listeners please what do you want us to do you what must have do some you preferences want? you've got you've got to have ideas i yeah. mean yeah you know we're going to mars which is kind of a big thing <laughs> but um you know we, we want to do something special for you yeah things that people want us to do yes we will make it happen. So mm-hmm. send us your suggestions. We will take everything under advisement, and we'll try to come up with some clever ideas of our own. In the yes, and if anybody feels uh, moved to write some uh, Chick Chesbro Rack Hansen fanfic, <laughs> be sure and send that along to us. In fact, if you just want to take any generic sort of two men fanfic, it doesn't have to be slash, and just change the names, that would be okay too because mm-hmm. that's, that's a, an honorable tradition. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very yes. good. All right. Well, we'll wrap this up for now. As always, thank you so much for listening and for supporting us and for sticking with us for almost 200 shows. It's amazing. Yes. And I will be uh, book reporting on Kingdom of the Spiders. Oh, I can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. Yes. All right. Well, until next time, listeners, live long and potluck. <laughs> Love saying that. Okay. And remember... With great hotness comes great responsibility. Yes, very much so. Never forget that. Never forget. Never give up. Never surrender. <laughs> surrender. Oh, we've got we got a million of them. Got a million <laughs> of them. <laughs> okay, okay, well, good night. Next time will be show two hundred. Mm-hmm. You better better send us some some ideas or. You know, or hey, if you want to, you know, do a little recording of of your your butt type thoughts or anything like that send that on to us that would be super cool that would be awesome we'd love it yeah all right enough for now we'll see you guys later okay okay bye bye bye